Welcome to the Eddie Hype Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hype. So glad to be back today, continuing with our series on Great Awakenings. Oh, my friends, God is no respecter of persons. No, no matter where you are in the world, we need to be believing God. These are the last days when God said he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. We need to take that scripture, and there are others as well, and we need to take those and use those as the basis for our faith and ask God to do the very thing he has promised to do. We ended yesterday's episode talking uh, about George Whitfield and how he was the instrument that God used to bring all of the individual revivals together in the different colonies. You know, all the way from down in Georgia, uh, through the Carolinas, into Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, and up into New England. And uh, uh, they all came together in one great um, divine burning blaze <laughs> of, of revival fire. Wow. And uh, it, it, the, the colonies were transformed. And um, uh, and and for the first time, the people of the different colonies, because by the way, there were thirteen colonies, and they were very divided. They did not get alone. They were people. They were from different countries. They were from uh, from different denominational and theological backgrounds. But for the first time, as a result of this great awakening. You see, the, the these barriers were breached. These these cultural, even racial barriers were breached, and uh, maybe we'll talk about this next week. There there was a, a a great abolitionist movement that that came out of this great awakening that eventually turned virtually every American founder against slavery. At a time, slavery was accepted and practiced throughout Africa, Asia, the Middle East, and most of the world. So it, it was truly an amazing event that began in 1726. So, uh, so these, these barriers that had divided the colonists, theological church, um, denominational barriers, they were broken down. And for the very first time, they began to see themselves as one people. Because you see, the Great Awakening was the first single event that they all shared in. It was uniquely an American event. Yes, they were colonies, but, but it was the first time that there was one event that they all uh, experienced and participated in and embraced and owned as their own. And that is one of the reasons that the late Kerry Miller, a Harvard professor and a renowned expert on early American history, said that the Declaration of 1776 was a direct result of the preaching of the evangelist of the Great Awakening. Now, I want to give you an example of this in the ministry of George Whitfield. Now, remember, George Whitfield, when he came to America, he was only about 25 years old, but he had graduated from Oxford University. Uh, he had been ordained in the Anglican Church, the Church of England, but while at Oxford, he had become a part of the Methodist movement. 
which at this time was not a church or denomination. It was a revival movement that eventually swept across England and and, and saved England from a bloody revolution that like such as took place in neighboring France and then jumped the ocean and came to America and had a powerful influence in America. So uh, George Whitfield, however, did not have a denominational bone in his, his body. He didn't care if you were a Quaker, a Presbyterian, um, a Dutch Reformed, a Congregationalist. He didn't care what you called yourself. If you uh, were committed to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then he was happy to have fellowship with you. And so he was, he was the ideal instrument at this time in, in, in history, especially in colonial America. And by the way, he made, he made seven visits to America. So he crossed the Atlantic 13 times. He died here in America on his last visit at the young age. I think he was 56, 56 or 57. I think it was 56. And, uh, but he felt that, that America was to be the place, he was, a, he was a British, was to be the place primarily where he was to labor in the work of the Lord in preaching the gospel. And so I shared with you uh, last week how his, the crowds that attended his outdoor meetings up and down the East Coast were incredible. Eight and 10,000 were not uncommon. Uh, he preached on the Boston Common. To a crowd estimated as much as 20,000 people at a time when the population of Boston was only 17,000. And, and, and the people of all denominations were, were attending his meetings. Uh, Benjamin Franklin spoke in, about how in Philadelphia that people, he, he described people of all sects and denominations. He said the multitudes of all sects and denominations that attended his meetings were enormous, enormous crowds of all sects and denominations. Uh, in one of his messages uh, to a massive outdoor crowd, people from all denominations there, Whitfield wanted to make this point that God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't care about your church label. And so he mimicked. Now, he was a, a very dramatic sort of preacher, and he mimicked a conversation with Father Abraham, whom he pictured up above, looking over, leaning over the balcony of heaven and looking down upon that great multitude. And Whitfield, looking up, cried out, Father Abraham, are there any Anglicans in heaven? And the answer came back, no, there are no Anglicans in heaven. And of course, he's using uh, church names that he knows are all there in their midst. And then he says, Father Abraham, are there any Presbyterians in heaven? The answer comes back, no, there are no Presbyterians in heaven. Father Abraham, are there any Baptists in heaven? The answer comes back, no, there are no Baptists in heaven. Father Abraham, are there any Methodists in heaven? The answer comes back, no. Are no Methodists in heaven. And finally he cries out, Father Abraham, what kind of people are in heaven? And Father Abraham answers back. Now he is acting all of this out before this crowd. And Father Abraham answers back, There are only Christians in heaven. 
only those who are washed in the blood of the Lamb. And then, and then uh, Whitfield calls back, oh, is that the case? If that is the case, then he shouts to the multitude, if that is the case, then God help us to stop having names and labels and being divided by names and labels and let us be Christians indeed and in truth. <laughs> oh, and you can't imagine how the crowds were responding and those, those prideful church denominational barriers had broken and they came down. And as I said, the people for the first time begin to see them as a single people with one divine destiny. And actually Whitfield, he had prayed. He felt God put this in his heart. And he prayed that the 13 colonies would become one nation under God. And that is, this is a reason, and, and God used him to help bring this about. And, and no wonder he has been called, and I forget his name, uh, he, he's the uh, professor of church history at Baylor University down in Waco, Texas, called George Whitfield America's spiritual founding father. Oh, how we need more Whitfields raised up today, more Edwards, more tenants, more freeling houses. People who will stand and boldly declare the truths of God's word and pray, pray the power down, pray until God comes and visits us once again with his presence and power. My friends, Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he's done for others, he will do for you. As the old song says, it is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others. He will do for you. God, do it again today. Thank you for raising up a new generation of revivalists who will boldly declare your truth to this generation. Thank you for doing it, almighty God, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Eddie Hyatt. I hope you'll check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. My book, 1726, uh, that goes into detail about all these things we're talking about. Uh, it's available there on my website, eddiehot.com. It's also available from Amazon, so check it out on Amazon. And I'll be sure and put a, another link to it and also uh, some of my other books uh, here on the uh, podcast platforms. And uh, so God bless you. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful for you, for all of you who are listening. And uh, I hope you will go to my website and send me an email. Let me know that you're enjoying these podcasts. And I'll look forward to seeing you next time.